0: You want the Fashion 411, so what are you wearing? Greetings everybody on Fashionability, this is Emily Davison, your co-founder. And today I wanted to do a What Are You Wearing segment for Fashionability. Um, This is going to be a bit of a Halloween special, so ghoulish greetings to you all. And I hope you're enjoying the Halloween festivities if you celebrate it. So I wanted to do it because I don't ever really dress up for Halloween to be honest. I might adorn some sort of Halloween hair decoration, i.e. like an Alice band. I might do my makeup a little bit more dark and gothy than I usually would for Halloween. But I never really go all out for Halloween and I haven't really since I was a child. So I thought that it would be a good idea to do a What Are You Wearing segment for this year because I actually did dress up for Halloween this year. The reason for this is that I now work for Lush Cosmetics and part of my job is that occasionally on holiday weekends we have to dress up for the occasion and as this was the Halloween weekend we had to dress up for Halloween and we had to adorn some kind of spooky or Halloween themed outfit and just pay a little bit of homage to the season. So, this year I decided to go as the Autumn Fairy. Now, I've been obsessed with the idea of the Autumn Fairy ever since I saw the Cinderella Ballet when I was little. And I saw the Autumn Fairy there with this amazing cascading tutu with autumn leaves on it, and the autumn makeup with golds and bronzes and coppers and purples and yellows. It was just amazing. So I've always wanted to dress up for Halloween as the Autumn Fairy, so I finally had an excuse to do so this year. But the issue of it was, it was so difficult to source an outfit for it, and it was something that I'd never done before. So I had to be creative, or I had to be creative, and also my mother had to be creative, because my mother's actually uh, does crafts. She makes crafts to sell, she does things like needle felting, sewing, she makes painting scenes all that kind of thing so she's very good at it anyway so I was very lucky because I had a very crafty mother on side to help me and I also had to do my makeup for the festivities. So I thought I would tell you how I got the Autumn Fairy look. So I'll start off with the outfit and how I achieved that. So to be honest, most of it was handmade with things that I had around the house, and it was customised just to make it more Autumn Fairy-ish. So I didn't actually buy a particular costume for this, because it's difficult to get hold of the Autumn Fairy costume. A lot of them you have to outsource from America. So if any of you are in the US, any of our US followers, you probably would find this easy to find an Autumn very outfit, but I didn't, because I'm in the UK, and I didn't have much time to get one. What I did first of all was, I got a black body, or as it's also called, a leotard. Mine is three quarter length sleeves, it's black, and it has a rounded neckline, which is quite low. And what we did with that was, we took autumn leaves that we found from craft stores, so fake autumn leaves, you can get them from a lot of craft stores. So we got ours from. The Works in the UK and Hobbycraft in the UK. I don't know where you'd find the equivalent in the US, but that's where we found ours. And they're in colours of coppers, greens, golds, yellows, all those kind of autumnal tones. And we stitched them onto the body. So it went from the stomach area and it went all the way up to the right shoulder in a kind of a diagonal pattern, so it looked like they were scattered. And then at the top, we sewed on some copper bow with wiring in it and we did it in a bow design so we made that look a little bit more autumn fairy-ish and as if as if the leaves were cascading or falling from the trees we wanted it to have quite a lot of movement so we didn't do it in a particular uniform pattern we did it quite scattered and we made it look quite uneven But I think that adds to the aesthetic of the look that I was going for because that is what the autumn fairy would look like. The leaves would be everywhere. They fall from the tree so you need fluidity with that kind of thing. And then I took a little bronze and red coloured butterfly handmade brooch which has been hand stitched. That was actually from a designer called Heather Everett Embroidery and I absolutely loved that. So I took that and added that to the other side so the left side where you would usually pin a brooch and then for the skirt what we did was we got a black petite tutu with tulle skirts underneath and an elasticated waist and we took copper red and gold tone ribbon and we sewed that from the top to the bottom so it was kind of scattered and it flowed down the skirt like the actual material of the skirt did so there was a lot of movement and fluidity to the skirt but it was also quite structured as well with the wire so that just just add a little bit of colour and a little bit of movement and then on these ribbons we stitched on different colour autumn leaves, so again in similar colours that we had on the body, so colours in copper, green, red, gold, oranges, all of those beautiful warm tones for autumn that you would find on the trees at the moment, or indeed on the floor as they scattered to the floor, so we wanted it to mimic the colours of autumn. But I chose to use a black skirt and body, because I wanted the leaves to stand out, I wanted the colours to really show. And I also wanted to make it look a little bit more gothic, because I didn't want it to be too whimsical, because it is Halloween, so I needed it to look a little bit on the gothic side. So that's why I went for black. But you could also go with colours like plums, you could go with copper, you could go with a rust colour. So you wouldn't have to do this like I did, you could use different colours for the skirt and the body if you want to. Now for the shoes I actually found a pair of old burgundy coloured loafers that I bought from I think it was Primark a few years ago and they were quite old so I didn't really care what we did to them so we decided to take the same autumn leaves that we would used on the dress and the body and we glued them onto the shoe. We covered the entirety of the shoe and we scattered them around so it looked like they were made of autumn leaves and I thought that they looked really pretty and everybody complimented me on the shoes and wanted to know where I got them from but when I told them we'd made them ourselves they couldn't believe it and just really covered them with the glue. We used a glue gun for this because if you just use your average glue that you might have around the house they won't stay on so we had to actually use a crafting glue gun. Then I also added a pair of black tights because it's cold out and I also wanted it to look quite uniform so I added black tights but you could go with flesh colour or skin colour tights if you'd prefer. Then for my hair, what we basically did was we loosely curled it and then I had actually bought this really beautiful headband, which was from Etsy, and it was handmade, and it was made to look like an autumn headband. So it had things like little acorns on it, it had some leaves on it, it had vine, it had twigs, so it looked very rustic and autumnal and woodlandish. And this was handmade from Etsy. Honestly, the stuff you can find on Etsy if you want to do a really authentic Halloween look, or if you just want to do something very whimsical, is unbelievable. Honestly Etsy and all these kind of crafting stores are just the best place for it and I would strongly suggest that if you can you try and support crafters who make their own items because honestly they're made with so much love and passion and interest and it's just nice to support crafters who actually put so much time and effort into their work and you're supporting them to continue with their creativity so I think it's really great. So that was it for my hair. And then, what I did with my makeup was we wanted to do something quite whimsical and autumnal and quite striking. So I did my usual base, so I applied foundation and concealer and I set it all, and then we added some face paint. So we got this orangey, bronzy, it's not the reddish tone of face paint that we found from Hobbycraft, and we applied this to my face in a halo shape. So around the forehead, the areas you would contour, so the hollows of your cheeks. We did a little bit around the eye area, we did a little bit on the temples. And this face paint was quite a soft colour and applying it with a sponge is so much better because you get so much more of a softer finish. I mean you could apply it more heavily if you want to. But if you want to build it up slowly and you don't want anything too dramatic, try and use some kind of sponge like a beauty blender or whatever sponge you might have. But I would suggest that you get a spare one because honestly this stuff stains your sponges. So if you don't want to ruin your everyday beauty blender, buy a separate one. And it doesn't have to be that expensive either. You can just get one from any kind of basic beauty store and you don't have to spend a fortune. But just get a second one because this stuff does stain. So once we had done that, we then moved on to slusher and highlight. So I went for a peachy tone of blusher on the cheeks, on the apples of the cheeks, and then a gold champagne colour as a highlighter, and actually used the Becca Champagne Pop because that's a really good colour for autumn, especially if you want to create quite a fairyish look. And I put that on the high points of my cheekbones, and I also put a little bit on the brow bone as well, and a bit on the cupid's bow, so the little area above your lip, a little around the philtrum, and then a little bit on the tip of the nose to give it a little bit of a glow. And then for eye makeup, I did my eyebrows like I usually would. Some people do this really cool thing where they do like an ombre brow, and they use like reds and purples, but... I had a limited amount of time because I had to be at work quite early in the morning, so I didn't have the luxury of doing that. But if you wanted to, you could try that and let me know how it goes. But what we did for the eyes was we used a lot of copper colours, yellow colours, purples and a bit of brown. So I initially used a really beautiful kind of coppery, sparkly colour on the lids. I then took a bit of yellow and I put that on the... V area on the inner corner, just to give it a little bit of highlight and really open those eyes up a bit. I then took a matte brown color and I did that in a little shape like a windscreen my promotions, around the crease, and I took that up a bit, a little bit higher than I usually would because I wanted to make it look more dramatic. And I also took that color on the inner part of the nose, I'll slightly contour it on the on the part of the nose a little bit to really bring that out, make it look a little bit more fairyish indeed. I then took a darker copper colour and I put that on the outer corner, so I just popped that on there in very soft stroking motions with a fluffy brush. And I blended that all in, and then I also put a bit of purple on the crease as well, just to make it look a little bit more darker, and to bring out those copper colours for autumn. Because I think purple with copper looks beautiful, especially if you're doing an autumn fairy look. And then I blended that all in, and I added some mascara. For mascara, you can also use false lashes if you want to. I would have, but I didn't have a lot of time, so I didn't get the luxury to do that. But if you wanted to, I really recommend using something that's quite soft. You want very wispy lashes, you don't want anything too fat or full. I used a mascara that is very defining, so I wanted something that gives me very fluttery lashes. I didn't want anything that makes them clump, because that's not the sort of look you want to go for. If you're a fairy, or you're going for a fairy look, you need quite soft, fluttery lashes, because that's the sort of look that you'd get. So that's what I did. And then, what we also did, well, I partly did this, but my mum also had to help me with this, because she used to be a makeup artist. Fun fact for you there. She took a. Brown gel eyeliner, and she used a little soft eyeliner brush, so a very tiny tipped eye liner brushed for this very small and very thin and she took this and she drew vines on one side of my face so on the left side of my face going from the ear and she did it around the temple and going into the eye so it was like it was it was going into my eye almost well, not into the eye but it was around the eyebrow area if you get what I'm saying and she drew little vines on my face to make it look like I had branches on my face it was really cute and then she added some color so she basically took a gold gel eyeliner and she also took one in copper and she took one in like an orangey color and she drew little leaves onto the branches to make it look like I has an autumn branch on my face like a little bit of autumn foliage which i thought was really cute and very bearish but a tip for this you need to use liquid or gel eyeliners or gel cream shadows for this. You can't go using something that's powder because it will fall out and it will smudge and it won't stay on very well and it just won't look very nice. You will not get the same effect that you are desiring, you will just get something that ends up smudging on your face And it will just go very blurry and just very unfinished. Which is not the sort of thing you want. Especially if you're going to be at a Halloween party or something like that. So that's what we did for that part of my face. I loved it. I think that's my favourite feature out of everything that we did for the look. And then onto lips. What I did was I took a... Red lip liner with a very strong hint of brown to it. So it was like a brownie red colour. Very nice for autumn. A very warm tone of red because I don't suit cool tones of red. And you want something quite warm anyway because it's an autumn fairy look. You wouldn't want anything too cool tone for this. Everything's got to be copper. It's got to be brown. It's got to be gold bronze yellow you don't want any cool tones nothing cool about this look it's all gotta be warm so i took this lip liner and i outline my lips and then i filled them in a little bit i also put on a little bit of balm over the top just to keep them nice and moisturized and then i took a bronzy tone gold coppery eye shadow that i had it's like a pure pressed pigment it's very strongly hinted with glitter a lot of it is glitter so it's Almost like you've got glitter in the pan. You want something glittery for this, you don't want anything matte. It's got to be glittery to get this right. And I took it on my finger and I pressed it onto the inner part of my lips. And then I took it out and I sweeped it across all of my lips. So I ended up with a kind of an ombre lip, which was so cool. But what you want to do for this is you want to keep that colour very strong on the inner part and then you want to fade it out as you go outwards. So that's how you get the ombre effect on your lips. And it will look so good. I trust me, honestly. Everyone was saying to me, what is that lipstick? And it wasn't a lipstick, I just made it up myself. I'd mixed two things together and I got the look. So it ended up turning out very good. And that was all I did. And then took some setting spray and I sprayed it onto my face to keep it all in place. Because with all that makeup on my face, with all the face paint and all the eyeliner and everything, I didn't want it to smudge off throughout the day. So a good setting spray is your best friend. Especially if you're doing a Halloween look. So that was what I did for my makeup. And then for accessories, I didn't really go with much, because I had the dress and the body, and the headband. So it was all very intense anyway, so I didn't really want to detract away from those pieces, and I didn't want it to look too fussy. But I ended up taking a really beautiful little copper bangle that I had that looks like an actual leaf, so it's been made to look like it's a leaf. And I can't remember where I bought this actually, I think I bought it from some kind of craft fair a few years ago. And I added that on just to give me a little bit more of a a fairish, whimsical look. And then that was me finished. I was ready to head out the door and go to work. And I got so many compliments on the look throughout the day. Everybody loved my makeup. So I'm really pleased that it came out so well. And I think... I'll definitely be trying that out again. So that's it for this very special What Are You Wearing segment today. I really hope you enjoyed it. I also hope you have an amazing Halloween and that you really enjoy yourself. And take care, have a good time, eat, drink, be merry and enjoy whatever you're getting up to this Halloween. Do be sure to let us know what you're getting up to this Halloween or feel free to share your Halloween looks that you're sporting this year with us on Twitter and Facebook so we can see them as well. And thank you so much for tuning in today, and we wish you a very happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to this Fashionability podcast. For more information about what we offer, you can visit www.fashionabilitychannel.com. We podcast on iTunes and Google Play. You can find us on Facebook by searching Fashionability Channel. You can also find us on Twitter under at Inclusive Style. If you want to contact us about any information on the show, or you have any queries, you can email us at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com. And a special credit for the music used in this podcast today is from Kevin McLeod of incompitech.com.